Hey, Wilson. Hey, Miles. Are you a Little Caesars pizza? Because <laughs> you're hot and I'm ready. <laughs> Have you ever used that one on a girl? <laughs> no, it's been used on me before, though. Really? That's where I got it from. Yeah, it's one of my it's one of my all time favorite, uh, just like little go to pickup lines. So, if, if you so... don't, if you want to, if you want to use one that's like doesn't require much of a like it's not a call and response yeah. you know like you don't have to set it up but yeah it's one of my favorite one-liners so a girl said this to you yeah she said it to me what was your response i probably shouldn't say that on air oh, oh, oh all right <laughs> probably, we probably shouldn't go down that route <laughs> <laughs> all right maybe one day we will um okay so let me let me think of a pickup line truthfully i, I don't think i ever really use them but okay here's one here's one Hey, excuse me, ma'am. Um, are you lost? Because heaven's a long way from here. <laughs> that was so cheesy. That was so stupid. <laughs> I think the ma'am part is really what just made it cheesy. It sounds like you're talking to like an older woman. Like, <laughs> I guess, I guess if you're if you're chilling at Target and you see you see this nice older lady and you're like, hey. <laughs> Oh would, my god! That would not work on the ladies our age these days. Dude, I don't think so. Um, do you want to hear my classic joke though that I've always said to girls? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it really works well around Christmas time. So I tell girls, well, I tell everyone because it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone should know this that I'm color fair game. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people that I'm colorblind. And the question always is, oh, what colors do you have problems with? And I always go, well, red and green, I have a lot of issues with, so Christmas is a really hard time of year for me. That's like that's like your pickup line? It's kind of like my go-to joke, yeah. But don't, but don't you have to like set that up by just blatantly being like, yeah, I'm colorblind? Yeah, that part's rough, but once I get past that, it's smooth sailing. It's a really hard. It's a really hard setup, but I yeah, it probably like comes through if you can get it set up properly. <laughs> but then, but then if people don't get it, then it's just a it's a wash. It's a it's a waste. No, well that's that's when you know like you don't want somebody with you know uh, inferior level of like in, intellectual like abilities. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That yeah, that that line is only for the true intellectuals <laughs> out there. You got to set the standards pretty high from the get go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, but that's my that's classic that. joke. Yeah, I mean that's a that was a pretty fun way to open up the podcast. I think um, I think there'll, there'll be plenty more uh, fun little pickup lines in the future. Yeah. Um, but uh, what, what I really want to talk about today is kind of some highlights of the quarantine era. Um, I'd like to focus on the highs a little bit more. We can we can definitely dive in and talk about the lows, but I think we'll probably have a, a later episode to talk about um, kind of some more serious stuff that's gone on. Um, but also, you know, we're we're still very well deep into the pandemic with all of the right. you know resurgence of, of the virus and cases skyrocketing around the U.S. once again. Um, but I mean, we've been in this situation really since March, and so I think it's there's a lot focused on the the negativity and stuff, and, and I don't want to take away from you know all the negative that has happened, and you know we're definitely we'll address that and stuff, and we're not yeah. going to skip over that. But I think it's it's important for us to talk about some of the cool stuff or some of the stuff we're grateful for that's happened, you know, over yeah. these last months. Cause I mean, dude, today's December 1st. Can you like, can you believe that? That hit me. I know. I was like, wow, it is December. It is December yeah, I, of 2020. No, November didn't bother me, but I mean, I, I was in the kitchen this morning making my oatmeal and I looked at my dad and I was like, dad, 
Can you believe we're in December? Like, how did how how did we get it's here? What craziest, the the fastest year that has ever flown by for me. Yeah, it's been. It feels super quick. It's crazy. But it also feels like it's been like five years. Like I feel like spring break back in late February, early March was five years ago. You know, like I yeah. speak about. It, like it was five years ago. No, no, I feel like this pandemic has been a part of like my most of my life. Yeah, it's it's super, weird. It's super. It's a weird conundrum to be in. Yeah. Know? I um, guess we just have to take it day by day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, so let's hear let's hear some of your highs. Some of my highs during quarantine. Ooh. Because you guys uh, started quarantine back in, in in March, right? That's when you got so North Carolina. Little, yeah, mid mid March was when we got sent home from school. Okay. Um, where it was March thirteenth. Uh, that uh, no, it was it was actually it was March twelfth uh, that Thursday, and when we everybody got the email that afternoon at school, and I I remember that very vividly, because my sister's birthday is March twelfth and my mom's birthday is March thirteenth, and so to and our celebrate. birthday is March twenty third. Yeah, so March is like a big month for us. Yeah. So um, I remember that very specifically <clears throat> because my my sister and my parents had taken some friends up and they had gone to uh, like they'd rented a cabin in the mountains in Tennessee just to kind of have like a fun weekend to celebrate, you know, all the March birthdays, um, which I like wasn't going to be a part of uh, just because I was at school and it was crunch time, you know, preparing for nationals. And so I was out on a bike ride kind of blowing off some steam because nationals had been canceled earlier that day. Yeah. And then my phone starts blowing up in the middle of my ride and I'm just kind of like, I'm just ignoring it because I'm like, oh, you know what, now is like some me time. I don't want to you know, hear anybody else talk right now. I'm pretty angry. Just got to let it out and want to finish my ride. But then I remember getting back to campus and I'm in like full cycling gear on my bike and I ride through the middle of campus to get back to my dorm. And it's like so many people are outside and little pods of people in groups and stuff. And I'm thinking – what the heck is going on? Like, what in the like, what in the world is going on? Like, I could I could feel just the vibe that was in the air was yeah. very strange and very different from like typical you know uplifting happy campus life. And I remember whipping out my phone and seeing mixed call like missed calls and texts and stuff. And then I saw like that big email from the president of the university being like, yeah, we're deciding to cancel school and go completely virtual, and everybody has to leave by Sunday. So this is. Thursday evening and we have to be gone by Sunday and so wow. that was like huge blow and I, I called my mom and I was kind of I said to her yo mom I have to be home by Sunday and there I mean they were literally at a restaurant at my sister's birthday dinner and they're singing happy birthday and my mom gets a call from me being like yeah school's canceled and I'm coming home by Sunday <laughs> and which is which is so crazy yeah but um you know, I, I won't dive too deep into, you know, some of like the more negative emotions um, of like from that time period in that like segment. But I think one of the highs was the positivity that came out of that weekend. I mean, yeah. the next three days, I think we somehow managed to pack in so much, you know, love and gratitude for the people we had been with and just for the university and our class and things like that. And got to hear a lot of people say a lot of different things. And yeah. I mean, I, I like when we sat down with the team and stuff and had a big team meeting, I mean, I, I cried like a baby in front of everybody and like told every, I mean, I got a chance to tell everybody, you know, how much I love them 
and how much everybody meant to me and like it was an honor to you know be beside them for all those years and and I and I honestly would say that kind of the love and compassion that came out of those three days of everybody realizing we were all gonna have to leave each other and didn't know I mean we had zero idea when we would be back together or even see each other again just because you know no one knew where this pandemic was gonna take us um, I, I wouldn't trade that for a chance to go back into you know race nationals like we were all planning on doing you know I wouldn't I wouldn't trade those three days and the yeah. feelings and emotions that came with them for the world. And so that was kind of, you know, the first big high I kind of experienced was trying to turn that super negative, weird situation into, you know, something very positive and still something that, you know, today that, you know, I can sit here and look back on and, and be very grateful for. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, especially like right at the beginning when it all hit and it was all like really raw and emotional, like you were able to turn that around and that's pretty impressive <clears throat> yeah i mean i think it kind of made us realize for those three days that nothing else in the world mattered except for enjoying our time together and you know yeah. trying to create the memories that we were going to create you know for the the final couple months of school had to be all packed into this just those few days and so realizing that we had to live in the moment and i mean it's probably the most in the moment i've ever lived in my entire life was over the span of that weekend yeah and yeah, I mean, it was, I'm super grateful for all those people in, in that special time. Um, but then, but then, yeah, I mean, and there's, there's been plenty of more things that I've been super grateful for, uh, throughout the whole pandemic. And I mean, I would say that gratitude is probably the number one emotion that keeps me sane because while this time really sucks and, you know, being isolated and, and at home and stuff, you know, it's, it has, it comes with a ton of like negative emotions and impacts and stuff, but like looking back and realizing I got to live through all those special times. I mean, my, my college experience, I would say was probably a time in my life where I truly lived like every single need and want that I had in those college years, you know, was met, you know, I got yeah. to, I was doing what I loved, you know, I, I was for the most part of, of it. I was in a relationship, you know, with someone that I loved, you know, I was around, so many great people and I was learning everything that I was passionate about and just so many great people and great experiences and stuff like that. And I, and I got to live all that and I'm super grateful and blessed to have had that experience and, you know, and I'll treasure that for the rest of my life. And that's something that I can look back on and be proud of and grateful for. And then it helps me realize that right now it's just kind of, you know, a little blip. It's just a bump in the road. It's like yeah. life has, life has been pretty damn good up to this point, you know? And it's like, right. okay, like right now sucks, but I'll get through it and you know, we'll have brighter days on the other side of it. Yeah. And it's definitely. been a, a lot of time of reflection, which has been, you know, another high of just looking back and forcing myself to kind of, you know, reflect and be grateful for, you know, all the things that I have, you know, being, you know, I, I say being at home sucks and really I just mean like being at home by myself, but like the time I've been able to share with my family has been incredible. I mean, cause this is the longest I've been home in the past four years combined, really. Yeah, because you would and, usually work during the summers at camp at school. Yeah, I was in Charlotte for you know several of the previous summers, um, and then even even this the one summer that I that I wasn't was still wasn't as long as <laughs> quarantine and the pandemic yeah. has been. Um, so yeah, I mean, getting to come back to my family, you know, and, and them getting to see you know me and kind of the person that I, I've become over those four years and stuff, and me getting to see them and, you know, be back with them and, you know, help out around the house and stuff and to just and really enjoy my family again. And 
um, see my sister grow up, which is kind of a, a cool thing because, you know, me and my sister are six years apart and it's been kind of, you know, we haven't really had that strong sibling bond my whole life, but now that, you know, she's, you know, growing up and becoming older and, and now that, you know, we're probably, we're in the same proximity for like the first time in our lives where yeah. it's like, you know, the same social proximity where, you know, we have the same sense of humor and stuff like that, listen to the same music and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's really cool to see her grow up and becoming her own person and stuff like that. And that's like a, that's an experience that I'm truly grateful for because I, I don't think I would have gotten it otherwise. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, just getting to sit down with my family and have family dinners every night, you know, most nights out of the week and stuff, or just to have movie nights or, you know, sit down and talk with them again or, you know, meet them for dinner, which is stuff that I, you know, I didn't really do for the previous four years just because I was at school, live, like living it up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just, it's been a it's been a rough time, but it's been also a time full of gratitude and forcing myself to reflect and enjoy it and you know find all those beautiful moments you know in you know all those diamonds in the rough really. Right. No, yeah, I totally. <clears throat> um, I we started with the pandemic. We were on a a trip for my mom's fiftieth birthday. We were in the Grand Canyon. It was a really cool trip that they took us on, and it's so funny like. I don't know of anyone else who's had a 50th birthday whose birthday idea was to go to the Grand Canyon in Arizona and hike rim to rim um, in one day. But, like, that's what we Wait, did. Wait, what, for... what, is, what does that mean, rim to rim? So there's, like, the south rim and the north rim of the canyons, and we hiked from, like, down it into the valley and then back up it. And it was, like, a 16-mile hike, I think. Um, it was, like, an eight-hour hike. And it was one of the, it was the hardest physical thing I've ever done in my life <laughs> without a doubt. Like I, it was so hard. Um, but I'm super grateful that my parents did that for us and kind of gave us that experience because I, I don't, I wouldn't have chosen to go do that by myself probably just cause it just seemed so ridiculous. Um, but it was so cool that like, that was what they wanted to do and like to spend it with us. So that was really, I was really appreciative of that. And unfortunately we had to cut the trip short cause the pandemic, we weren't really sure how everything was going to go. But with having to shorten the trip, we crammed a lot of stuff in and like, I don't know, like it was like more quality over quantity time. And that's yeah. kind of what it felt like and getting to see that. And so that was a really cool way to start. And Another thing I'm super appreciative of from my parents is that, like, so before the pandemic happened, I moved out of their place because, as you know, I was living with them still because I'd come back from Queens and we didn't really know what my situation school-wise was going to be. So I lived with them for, I think, nine months, maybe, um, somewhere around there, a pretty good bit. And they decided, like, they agreed it was a good time for me to move out, um, and it all worked out. So they were really great in helping me find this place and coming here. So that was something I've been super grateful for ever since this pandemic started. Like they still are only 10 minutes away. I can still go to them. We can have dinner, we can do anything, but then I also have my own place. And so that's been super beneficial, I think, in allowing me to like sit back and reflect and slow down because <clears throat> something I, I tend to do and I still do is I rush things because I want to get things done and I'm 
I always am worried that there's like a timer on things. So I kind of have this ADD mentality where I'm like, oh, I got to get it done. Got to do it. Got to do it. Like constant, constantly going. And like, it just creates like a burnout. Um, but being here and also having them close, like it's allowed me to take a moment, like relax. And I think that's been really beneficial and I wouldn't be able to do it without them. So I'm really grateful for that. But I think a big high that came out of being in this pandemic was that it kind of took some stressors out of my life, even if like they weren't okay. So like we're no longer actually going to campus, right? Yeah. So that's like one less thing I had to like think about, worry about. Not that it was like something I'd worry about regularly, but it was just like one less thing I had to focus on. It was time consuming. Right. It's just time consuming. Like it adds up. Um, So it allowed me to really work on my photography and kind of like before it, I was kind of backing off. I wasn't feeling it as much, but then I got back into it and I've completely kind of changed my thoughts on it. And like now I'm trying to do videography and it's really allowed me to almost dive deeper into it. Um, and put more time and focus on it, which I've really been appreciative of because I don't think I would be where I am without that time. Um, so I think that's been pretty great to have also. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I'll say another high of mine that is something that's kind of continued, um, throughout quarantine is I realized just how awesome the people that I have around me really are. Yeah. Um, like, like I would say one area of my life where the glass is, you know, over filling with just so much joy and fulfillment is the people I have around me and the friends that I have. Um, and I would say that because usually, you know, the typical, the typical conversations that I would have with people, you know, every day, like the little conversations here or there, or just like seeing someone on campus and catching up real quick. Yeah. Those, all those conversations, you know, we're, we're not having those on a daily basis. So when I call someone or someone calls me, it ends up being a real you know, conversation, a real conversation and usually yeah. over, you know, an hour. I mean, I, I would say like the shortest conversations I have with people are, are an hour, you know, and like yeah. just continuously having these 90 minutes to two hour conversations with, you know, all my close friends and hearing from them and catching up and, you know, hearing their sides of the story and, you know, how they had been and stuff and just, and just having those calls where we just call and joke around or, you know, like try to, you know, not take things like too seriously and stuff yeah. or, you know, or if someone is doing bad, you know, they call and they just want to talk and, you know, have like a real heart to heart moment and stuff. And it's, it's allowed me to see some really beautiful sides of all the people in my life. And, and I'm, I'm so grateful to be experiencing that because I, I don't, I don't know if I would have, you know, I, I already loved all the people in my life, but I don't know if I would have gotten to see, you know, all these sides of them if we hadn't been going through what we're going through right yeah. now, which is something, you know, really cool. I mean, I mean, me and you even, we took our conversations and we turned it into a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was literally just so cool. about, yeah, I was about to say like, we, I feel like you and I have become like closer through all of this. Um, just because we, like you said, we have had those long conversations, those hour and a half, two hour conversations. And then, like you just said, we, we turned it into a podcast and I think that's cool. And even if this doesn't 
take off or do anything and it's just fun to like be able to share this with you and you're someone who I'm really grateful for being there for me in my life um and yeah so I just want to say thank you for always being there for me yeah man of course thank you right back at you um yeah man I'm I'm super grateful for it and you know I think it's really I guess it it made us realize the value of the people in our lives more Uh, you know, forcing us to reflect and realizing, you know, how much uncertainty there is and checking up on people. And I mean, there was, there was a time where, um, you know, about a, maybe a month, two months ago where I would, you know, pick one day of the week and, and I would just send out a text to like a dozen of my, you know, close friends. Um, most of them being, you know, guys and being like, Hey man, you know, I hope you're having a great day. I hope you have a great week. You know, I hope you're doing all right. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, some, you know, some people would just respond back, oh, thanks, man, and it wouldn't really go anywhere, but then, you know, more often than not, you know, the conversation would go deeper, and, you know, we would have, like, a real conversation, and, you know, I'm very blessed yeah. to, you know, have had that, and, you know, I should probably start doing that again, because, you know, I think people need to be checked up on, and we should check up on our friends, you know, more often, and that's that's something that I, I hope I carry with me, you know, even beyond when we come out of all this, if yeah. we come out of all this, you know, whatever that normalcy looks like on the other side. I agree, and, like, like your happy Monday texts make my day. <laughs> yeah, I I'm love glad. those. Sometimes, sometimes there were Wednesdays. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesdays, Wednesdays. <laughs> it's like happy hump day, baby. Like love it. Yeah, because I mean, as much as it it helps me, you know, just yeah. as much, if not more, than it does, you know, the people that I'm texting, just because you know it gives me that sense of connection again. You know, like saying, like even though right. I might be in a bad place, you know, just being like telling other people like hey happy monday it's a great week to have a great week and like yeah. just carrying that mentality you know throughout the week just like really helps me a lot i've i've found and well and just knowing that there's someone else out there because like you said we're not on campus we're not walking around as much we're not having these little conversations so like connecting with people and knowing that there's someone out there who's responding to us and listening to us i think is really important yeah 100 uh, percent. i agree yeah and I think, like, it's been interesting to see, like, you can see it on social media and stuff, and there's, like, some people doing some really great things with it, and it's, it's cool to see. Yeah, I mean, and it's also cool to, you know, see the real and, and the raw version of, you know, some people, you know, because, yeah. I mean, people might post their best days on social media, and that's all you see, but, you know, really, they're struggling, you know, or someone that always has a smile on their face might need someone to talk to. Yeah. And you might, you might really be surprised who needs somebody to talk to right you know? like, like I've, I've been pretty surprised and yeah it's been a really it's led to a lot of beautiful conversations and a lot of beautiful moments yeah. um, like I mean I never thought I would be choking up or tearing up on a video calls but you know here I, I do it almost on like a weekly basis <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah um, I definitely agree like the real and raw you know like the R&R um, I think that's I try to keep it real on my social media I I definitely don't, or I hope I don't keep it like fake, like, and I wouldn't want to. Um, so it's definitely something I have to like remind myself kind of to like check in and be like, make sure I am staying true and not being like phony about stuff. Um, cause I agree like that is, I think that's cool to see like when you see people post like, Oh, I had a crappy day and you're like, Oh, me too, man. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you just gotta let it out, and it yeah. helps. It helps both parties. Right. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's switch gears. Um, and the next the next high I'd probably talk about um, would be. I don't think I would 
be doing what I'm doing without this pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, back when everything came to such an, an abrupt ending, I was kind of spent some time thinking to myself, you know, I'm not, I don't think my, my story is finished with this group of people or this university yet. You know, right. I, I, I don't want it to be finished. I don't want it to finish like that. You know, I feel like I have so much more to give. And that's what, you know, led me to being, you know, the assistant coach um, yeah. now, which is a really cool opportunity. And, and I can't wait to get back in January and, you know, dive, you know, headfirst into that. And then, you know, joining, you know, my good friend, my good friend, Eric, and having him ask me to come, you know, coach alongside him, you know, with TST perform, you know, that was another huge blessing that I, yeah. I didn't really see coming. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely so grateful for those opportunities. And, you know, hopefully, you know, those build and, you know, we grow them and become very successful on, you know, the other side of this. Right. And yeah, I'm super proud of all of that. Yeah, that I feel the same way about like my photography and now the video work. Like I, I definitely wouldn't be where I am and with it all if it wasn't for the, the pandemic. Um, I just don't think I would have had the time as much as to get into it. And if it weren't for that, then I wouldn't be doing what I am right now. So I, I totally get what you mean. And I'm really grateful for that because it's been really cool to like have time to be able to do stuff and seeing what I can do when I actually have the time and energy to put into that. Um, like that's been really enjoyable. Yeah. Do you think you would have started a YouTube channel if we hadn't have had this experience? Dude, I don't think so because so the reason I started the YouTube channel is because I was starting to make videos for that conservation group, um, or to send as like demo reels to see if they would want to use me as a content creator. But I was literally just trying to think of, as I said, I was trying to think about what drew me to that organization. And I think it just has to do with having more time to sit down and look at things and get invested and interested in different topics and subjects. And that's what led me to like shooting underwater, like taking pictures underwater. And that's what led me to, focus more on conservation and that's what led me to this organization and it's just like a it's a domino effect and um i think it all can be l traced back to having more time to actually sit down and put focus on these things yeah i mean didn't you change your entire major at school to you know follow this path <laughs> yeah i yeah that's a good point um if it weren't for this pandemic i definitely i know for a fact i wouldn't have changed my major because the big thing so for those of you who don't know i was a communications and journalism major and at the time I thought it was really cool and I thought journalism was what I wanted to focus on because I thought it was interesting but throughout this pandemic and watching the news and then also with the election and just we're not going to get into like politics or anything but just seeing all of that through the media it kind of made me realize that that's not a field I want to be in and it just it didn't get me excited anymore but as I was doing this video stuff I realized oh this is cool I wonder if there's a way I could tie this in so that's when I changed my major to film and production and I'll start those classes next semester and I'm genuinely excited about those classes like I'm really looking forward to them and beforehand like I thought the communication classes were kind of cool but even then when I thought I wanted to do this, I was never excited about taking the classes, but now I'm genuinely excited. Um, so I'm pretty stoked about that. And that's oh, traced yeah. back to it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to hear all about that, uh, as you yeah. go forward.
yeah it'll be cool hopefully yeah yeah i hope so I hope it works out for you <laughs> yeah dude because this will be the third time i've changed my major i believe oh wow i i, I didn't know that was the third time well i thought it was just the second so uh, technically i think it's the third because the first time when i was at queens i was a communications major but it was like a it was different than the one I started at UNF. It was still under communications, but they were just different. So I don't think, te- I mean, two or three times, whatever, I've changed it. So, um, but yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I would say going back to another another high, I would say I think what we did, what Eric and I did with uh, TST Perform and kind of our, our global circumference charity challenge, you know, the entire yeah. month of October getting out there and riding our bikes, um, you know, to raise, I mean, we raised almost $3,000 for charity, which is, you know, and crazy when I think about that, the fact that, you know, I averaged almost 60 miles a day for the entire month of October, just cranking out the miles for, you know, charity and for kids that needed it. That was, that's definitely a high. And I mean, looking, it's been, it's been a month since we, we did that, but looking back and being like, how <laughs> how did I do that? <laughs> yeah, that's honestly crazy. Like, it blows my mind. Yeah, because I I rode my bike more in one day back then than I have in the past two weeks combined. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you you rode more in one day than I have in the past year and a half, I'd say. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, just put just to put that into perspective. Oh yeah, I mean that was that was a super cool. Um, experience to get to I mean I had that I was sitting on that idea for a few months because I just I wanted to do something that would help people right during this pandemic and stuff because there's a lot of people that are you know suffering and and going through a lot harder times than you know I am and I'm super grateful that you know uh, to not be you know going through um, a lot of hardships yeah my family's doing pretty well yeah we're both really fortunate yeah, exactly. And so I, I wanted to do something that, you know, gave back. And then when I when I pitched that idea to Eric about doing something or trying to achieve a challenge that was just something absurd and would take a lot. Yeah. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm so down for it. And, you know, within the span of two weeks, you know, we, we put it all together and, and got rolling on yeah. October 1st, which nope. was, which no was pun crazy. Yeah, no pun intended. But yeah, it was really cool. Um yeah. So, and then looking back, it's like, I, it's kind of hard for me to believe that, you know, I actually did that, but I, I you know, I, I did and will forever have done that, you know? So that's yeah. something really cool to, you know, take with me. Yeah. It's rad, man. You killed it. Oh yeah. Thanks. It, uh, it was definitely, I think when I, when I rode the 200 miles, I think I, I did that at the end of the third week of the challenge, the third complete week. So it was probably, you know, 20 ish days, 22 yeah. or something days within the challenge, 23 maybe. And then just for the next week, I was just wrecked. <laughs> so like I think yeah, I probably because I, I I really wanted I really wanted to get two thousand miles total in that month. Uh-huh. But then after I did the two hundred in one day, I for that next week I was I was done. Like it took me it took me a lot longer than I thought to recover from that. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, and I did I rode it a lot faster and a lot harder than I thought I was capable of. Like I averaged almost twenty miles an hour for the whole two hundred. Crazy. Whereas I thought it'd be a lot slower. Yeah, no, that's good. That's really solid. For those who don't know, like, if you average twenty miles an hour, like, that's not bad at all. Like, that's solid, and especially for that long. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, yeah I definitely. I don't know if I'll ever ride that long again. <laughs> but I never know. will. <laughs> but yeah, I can check that box and you know tell my grandkids one day that yeah, during that uh, pandemic back in 2020, uh, your old grandpa rode his bike 200 miles yeah. in one day. To money. <laughs> yeah, you can say like yeah, you know those people who just sat at home and well during the pandemic I was out there riding. Yeah. But so yeah, I'm glad some good was able to you know be brought out of that. Yeah, I'm glad I could I could use my my abilities on a bike for you know a bigger and better yeah meaning. Definitely, I think we should end this podcast with talking about our new social status. Oh yeah, another another uh, high that you know just happened just happened yesterday. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm glad you called me because I I'm glad we got on it like ASAP. Dude, we were on <laughs> it so fast. So, for those of you who don't know. Wilson and I have recently acquired the title of Lord, and this is 100% official under Scottish law, and it's so official that we could even change all of our documents to say Lord. That's the that. part that amazes me. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Yeah, so and we did this because we bought – technically, we bought land in Scotland. Yeah, we're landowners now also. Yes, yes, and our, our land is right next to each other, so we are now neighbors in Scotland. Oh my gosh, we are neighbors in Scotland. I know, I know. Wow. Um, but yeah, so what's the um, – let me look it up real quick. I always forget the name. Oh, it's a, it's Established Titles is this company yeah. that we found out about yesterday where you can purchase a, a square – one square foot of land in Scotland in the name of conservation and – that apparently under ancient Scottish law makes you a laird of Scotland, which is Scottish for Lord. Yep. And so now and, – and they plant a tree um, with every purchase. So yes. it goes for a good cause and now we each have official proclamation stating that we are now lords of Scotland. Yep. Yep. We have our – Which we... is also – it's also really cool because we both have a lot of Scottish heritage. So we're making yeah. our ancestors proud. Yeah, and that's legit. Like we're not, we're not joking about that. We're not joking about any of this. All of this is real but – we really are Scottish, so it just makes it better. Yeah, I, uh, our ancestors would be very proud. Yeah, uh, we uh, bring we, her, <laughs> we bring it back to the homeland. <laughs> yeah, we can say we have a place up in Scotland. Yeah, I, I I hope my my new dream is to one day travel to Scotland and to take a to picture see where our land is, and I, I want to stand on my land. <laughs> I want I want a, I want a picture of us standing on our plots of land and high fiving. Exactly. I uh, that exactly. that would be. I would post that picture so fast. Absolutely. I would just post a picture of my grass be like, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> this is legit Scottish grass. But yeah, so that's definitely how I became a lord. Yeah. Um, how many people can say that? <laughs> yeah, not very many. Yeah. Um, Unless they yeah, go to established titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to established titles. I would highly recommend it. They had a great Cyber Monday deal. It was buy one, get one. That's why we did it. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was that was a really beautiful episode. I'm really proud of that one. Yeah, me too. I think uh, that was great, and I think people probably can relate to what we said. Um, I think that was good. Yeah, and uh, this is going to be episode six, which is really episode eight because we've trashed two episodes that we've recorded previously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so those are the lost episodes. You have to contact us if you really want the audio files. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're super secret. So but funny. anyways, if you're still here at this point, thank you so much. Um, you know, we hope you can take a moment to reflect on, you know, some of the more positive stuff that's come out of this uh, the past few months during the pandemic. Um, 
and just take a moment to reflect and you know be grateful for all the good things that you do have and uh, yeah thank you for listening and as always peace yeah thank you guys see ya